Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, I got to tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they are in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. They're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List. This is Mike. Across the way, I've got Big Ray. And when I mean across the way, I mean there are literally miles between us. Uh, I'm here in central Arkansas. He's in northeast Oklahoma. Ray, how are you doing? I am fantastic, Mike. How, how are you? That's the that's the important thing is how are you? <laughs> you know, no complaints. Uh, we both got a lot of crazy weather this last week or so. Um, and I know some people are still dealing with, with that across the nation. Um, we're still digging out here, uh, from all the snow, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been weird to, you know, a quarantine, uh, and COVID and all that. We don't really go much, go many places at all, but the last seven days, uh, or yeah. So Sunday, oh man, like what, how many days was that? So, so I would say the last seven days I've not left my house. Wow. Yeah. I mean, not to get anything. I mean, this is like nothing. So anyway, it's been, yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah. The last time I did that, you know, was in December when I had COVID, I didn't go anywhere for, you know, two weeks. Um, but you know what, we got 10 inches of snow here in the Tulsa area and, uh, I wasn't, I was going out and about every day. Um, but I've got a big four wheel drive truck and, uh, you know, I've traveled the country quite a bit. I've been in way worse road conditions than this. So it's just whatever. Yeah. Um, just stayed safe, took my time and, uh, still got what I needed. Sure. So it's like, yay. 
Well, what I hope is that, uh, you know, it's all kind of coming to an end. We're at the end of February as we record this. Um, and for today's podcast, so this is, yeah, we're recording at the end of February. Um, today's podcast, we have three different beers from the same place. Um, and I know you're going to talk, talk to us about the beers here in a second, but just like with last episode, this episode, we have some stickers to give away from Prairie Artisan Ells out of Oklahoma City. Um, Ray, why don't you tell us, uh, why don't you tell the listeners how they can get these stickers? Yeah. The, so the easiest way to get these stickers is one, obviously listen to the podcast, you know about it now, but reach out to us on Instagram. Of course we have other social medias. That's a lot for Mike and I to look at for y'all's messages. So find us on Instagram at craft beer bucket list and drop us a message. Say, Hey, I want some Prairie Artisan Ale stickers. And uh, we'll get those out to you, and we'll keep sending them out until we run out. And when we do, we'll say, hey, thanks for messaging us. We are out of the stickers. But please listen to another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Yeah, so in, in these, we got a variety of different types of stickers from them. So there's some cool ones that I don't want to like give it away. But I just hope that whoever gets them you know, tags us, and uh, we can show the world where they, where they stuck this sticker, I guess you'd say. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah, definitely that'd be awesome. Take a picture of these when you get it and tag us in it, and tag the brewery as well. Let's show them some love. Show us some love. Show yourself some love. We'll give you a shout out on a future episode. And boom. And I I know you know this, and I've posted it on uh, different websites or different websites or different social media sites. Um, I my desktop uh, is an old door, and I've got brewery stickers all across it, and and it's getting to the point where it's getting pretty filled up, uh, but. I look forward to today having it filled up. I'll take it out or take it off and I'll take a picture and show everybody the, all the, all the stickers, but I'm a big brewery. I'm a big brewery sticker fan. You know what I mean? No, I'm with you. It, it's, it's, I think it's, it, ah, I tried to say like two things at once, but one, it represents the brewery, right? And it also, it's, what's an art brewing beers and art, but also they get to represent themselves in visual art with the stickers that they have. And I love the variety of stickers that are out there. It's yeah. uh, it's awesome, and and I enjoy it. I, I definitely do. Well, so uh, and I know we're going to talk about the can art, and uh, I, I put sticker art and can art kind of in the same category. Um, why don't you tell us what we're drinking today? I will do that. Give me. I got to take a drink of water here, Mike. Uh, do, 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 yeah, I know, right? Do, hey, just do, do, keep it, keeping it real. Do, 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 do. Right, yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, no, you're good. But uh, no, Alec, the uh, the sinuses have uh, been bugging me a little bit lately. You know, this little drainage, I think, with uh, all the cold weather. And today it was back up to 60 degrees. Less than seven days ago, it was minus 13. So a 73 degree shift is uh, taking its toll on me. Yeah. But anyway, we've got three beers tonight. All from the Muskogee Brewing Company. I'm excited about that. We're going to rep some local beers tonight. Uh, we have the Katie Pale Ale, the Highway 69 Amber, and the Arrival Wheat Beer. So I've got to put some context to the Highway 69 Amber. Um, <laughs> Hold on a minute. I, Hold on a minute. Okay, now you can go. Okay. So <laughs> if you're not from Oklahoma... You know, someone's mind might sway the wrong direction with that. So I'm like, you know what? Now, Highway 69 is a, is a huge four-lane divided road that runs north and south all the way through the state of Oklahoma. 
and runs down into Texas and blah, 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 blah. So it's, but really with, without being an interstate, it's one of the main thoroughfares through the state. And uh, I wanted to clarify that Highway 69 also runs through Muskogee. You know, and, and so. it's, it's all factual, but I mean, come on, they named, you don't put the name on a can without trying to be a little funny, right? Edgy? Yeah, edgy. <laughs> right. No, sure. A, 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 approaching crass, but not quite there. Right. No, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So, but I just want to let the people know it's not all crass. It's actually a highway number and it's a thing. It goes through Muskogee. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I said it. The brewery uh, did it, and we're going to drink the beer anyway. Yeah, and you know, so Highway 69 goes up north to where you and I both went to high school. Um, and I yeah. remember I remember seeing people stop uh, on the long side of the road to take a picture with the, where it says 69 South, the highway sign. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, that's that's when you realize, like, I can't believe I'm from this place. This is crazy. <laughs> so. All right, fun no, fact, Ray. You. Fun fact. Fun, fun fact. fact. I like those. Uh, your co-host, uh, Mike was born in Muskogee, Oklahoma. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Muskogee general hospital, which is no longer there. Um, so, you know, the, the running joke is I am really an Okie from Muskogee. Yeah, no, you, you actually are. Yeah. And we can, we can talk more about, Mus- I've got a lot of Muskogee, uh, trivia if, if we, if we get into that, but I want to, I want to open the beer first cause I'm thirsty. Do it. Do you want to go or you want me to go? No, you always do better. So let's uh, let's have you start it. You know, we're starting with the Katie Pale Ale, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. That's what I got in my hand. Okay, good. Because I got a one in three chance of getting this right. So let's let's uh let's see what I can do here. Yeah, let's see it. That's pretty solid. So this is a, all three of these beers are going to be first drinks for me, by the way. Uh, so I've never had any of these. Um, so my opinion is uh, right off the cuff. Just is what it is. Okay. I can't, I don't think I've had any of them either, to be honest. I'm sitting here thinking, I know I've, I, I know I've had, uh, I know I've had a couple of them sitting in my fridge for a while waiting for this day. <laughs> yeah, right. So, huh. No, I, I think so I think what's, same thing. I think this is going to be first drinks for me too. So right away, I'm getting a bit of a, a bitters out of this, which I'd expect for a pale ale. Yeah, it, I mean it's got it's got a little hoppiness to it. Um, huh. so I'm just kind of letting it, you know. It's just like like a light bitterness. It's not like a heavy. I mean, I think it's right on point for a, a pale ale. Yeah, it's not like an IPA, right? So it doesn't have that strong hoppy punch in the tongue that I always talk about. But the bitters are right on point. It's not overbearing, but it's it it's there to open the door when it lets you in, right? Yeah, just right right up front. Yeah. So, you know, I still can't smell. I'm going on two months with no smell. Uh, can you tell me what this beer smells like, Mike? Uh, let's see. Got a little bit of breadiness to it, I guess you'd say. Okay. 
like biscuity maybe or more bready. There's there's a bit of a difference. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I could go with biscuity, <laughs> I guess. Okay, I'm just, just wondering. You know, you know, it's somewhere right in that right in that realm. It's got a um you can kind of smell a little bit of a caramel and bready biscuity type stuff. Oh, so, that sounds so nice. it's not it's not the 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 aroma is not heavy at all. I mean, it's very light. You got to sit there and kind of just let the smell just kind of slowly creep up in your nostrils. So anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's, um, it's very, to me, um, besides having a little bit of bitterness, it's, it's pretty malty for a pale L for me. I mean, I, I'm getting, I'm getting a, quite a bit of malt up in this biz. How about you? Yeah. Um, that, that may be what I'm picking out. Like for me, this has a really smooth and silky mouthfeel, almost like it's got a, a bit of lactose in it. Um, and that, you, that you and I, be... you and I definitely have a different, uh, uh, canning line or <laughs> it was different canning run because mine is super carbonated. Um, Kind of got a little bit of uh, acidic, a little bit of acidness to it. Acidic, I don't know. It's 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 very acidity? very carbonated and kind of got a little bit of acidity to it. Um, it's got a me- medium mediumish body, right? I would not say this is a silky smooth drink for me. So I mean, maybe we had a def- couple different canning runs between us. Uh, that's a possibility. And I'm not saying that it's got lactose in it. I'm saying it had kind of feels like that. Yeah, and I'm saying I don't get yeah. anything you like that, that so all. I think there's there's a big okay. difference between us here. Okay, and that that's happened to us before. Yeah. Um. So which which is certainly a possibility. Um. So I mean, I don't think it's over carbonated. Um. So I'm not getting that. You know, I, a lot of times you get a really carbonated beer, you get the burps. You know, quickly. There's all that CO2 just makes you bloated a bit. I'm not, are you getting anything like that? Like it's that carbonated? It, mine's pretty darn carbonated, man. Uh, and gotcha. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be mean or, or trash talk or anything, but it's, it's probably a little bit over carbonated. Okay. No, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Given your honest review. Yeah. Um, so, but as far as, you know, the mouth feel like the, the multi it's uh, I'm, I'm getting some of that. And I feel like this finish is kind of dry. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So it is. It is crisp uh, for for what it is. Uh, but again, like I, for me, I, I think we may have got a, a different run here because uh, I'm not feeling anything over carbonated. It's not, you know, there's a certain feel that comes with that, and I'm not getting it. Uh, but overall, it's uh, I, I kind of like the 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 caramel maltiness, you know, to this. Um, it's like it's for me. It's a bit creamy overall. The the flavor is is nice. And uh, this is definitely a sessionable beer. I could drink two or three of these and not feel bad about it. I feel like you're probably going to be a one and done with this guy just because how carbonated it is. Uh, well, I think this is the only one I got at, at this point. I think that uh, I held on to one for, you know, waiting for this. Um, but I, th- I think this is the only one I got now anyway. So maybe so. Right. No, uh, if you were to buy this again, you'd probably just drink one and be done with it, not have a second. 
No, I, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'd probably, you know, if I was in the brewery, I'd probably get this, pick it up um, in, a, in a flight or whatnot. But, I, you know, this is not a beer I think I would pick up in another six pack or whatnot after I've had it. Gotcha. Uh, it's That's just fair. not, it's not my preferred style if I'm just going to be sure. kicking back. Um, but I mean, the, 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 I think the flavor is a little bit mild, um, which I think is really good, uh, for, uh, a lot of folks, uh, dipping into the pale L scene, uh, right before they, you know, you gotta crawl before you can walk with the IPAs and whatnot. So I think this is a good, right. I think it's a good pale L, uh, for folks getting into that area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, anyway, so, <laughs> I've got, so, I've got, a, I've got a, so overall, I think it's, a, I think it's a fine beer. I just, uh, it's, I'm with to you. me, I think that I've got a, I've got a can that's probably a little bit over carbonated and, um, you know, and that's stuff happens so right it know. does but so so mike i'm not a brewer and i have no idea what i mean i i have an idea of what goes on but i'm not a pro um so tell me what how would it can like that become over carbonated does it sit in the bright tanks for too long or is it just like at the end of a run i mean what how does that happen yeah i mean it's just how there's different ways to carb right i mean so depending on how they carbonated it, just, it had a little bit too much. Um, you know, it's, that's it. Um, they just, you know, it's a little bit of, uh, uh, quality, uh, control, right. Gotcha. Uh, so I, who knows, I, you know, and I don't know, I haven't been to the brewery, obviously. I don't know what kind of canning line they've got set up or what they're doing, but it's just a matter of dialing that back a little bit. And, you know, depending on what's going on, you know, just a little bit of difference can make a big difference. You know, they could think that, you know, a, a one per, you know, I don't want to, I, I, here's the thing is it's, it's very easy to happen and it's not, not a big deal. If I let it sit here for a little bit, uh, a lot of it would solve itself. So, gotcha. oh, no, that I makes mean, sense. you know, I don't, so I don't want to, I don't want to go too far into it. It's, it's a, uh, it's not a huge deal. Um, just that, you know, a lot of people are going to crack the beer and drink it right away. And if they do that, like I did for this one, uh, it, it's, it's pretty heavy on the carbonation, but you know, it happens, uh, you know, and some people I'm telling you, man, uh, you know, you drink some of those beers from those, uh, other companies, um, right. you know, the big beers and they've, they've got their beers are pretty darn carbonated and sometimes, uh, that's what people prefer. Maybe. Is that making any sense? I feel like I'm just rambling. Um, you, you are rambling a bit, but no, you're <laughs> good at all. It's all relevant and it makes sense, Mike. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, yeah. I'm going to push know, forward. What would, what yeah. would you rate this beer, Mike? Uh, I'd give it a six and a half. I'd give it a seven. I'll go seven. I, I think that it's a pretty, the good points are the flavor. Um, you know, the bad points are the, the mouthfeel, um, aroma is okay. Appearance, uh, I'm, I'm drinking out of a can, so I can't really speak to that. Um, so overall it's a fine beer. It's uh, nothing special to me, but I think it's a v- good entry level beer. What about you? 
So yeah, I was gonna also give it a seven. Um, where it's not my my favorite pale ale, I believe it's solid, right? It it speaks well for the style. And uh, I'm with you. Uh, you know, we know the Muskogee Brewing Company is is fairly new, so I'm not here to beat them up. But I'm like, if you know, this is a first or second run at it, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm good with it. I would drink this again uh, based on my experience. Yeah, and I said I would have a couple of these. Uh, I could pair a lot of food with with this beer and, and feel good about it. We're not doing that this season. I'm, I'm just saying I'm a foodie. I could pair this with a lot of different beers all throughout the year, and uh, and be completely fine with that. So uh, both given a seven. So you know we've been pairing a song with these beers. Um, are you ready to pair a song with it? I am. All right, let's hear it. So Little Red Rodeo. By I think his name was Ray Colin, Colin Ray, Col- Colin Ray, Colin Ray. Yes. Okay. Little Red Rodeo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wh- why? Why'd you pick that? I I, I just need to. I, I gotta. <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> so so uh, the you know if I'm to be honest, the very first song that came in my head is uh, a Merle Haggard song, and I probably don't need to say the name. And I'm like, you know what? No, that's super cliche. What's another song that reminds me of just something driving down the highway and that popped in my head? I mean, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know the song. Yeah. Well, I I say, you know, the Merle Haggard, Oki from Muskogee song, it's off limits for the whole episode. Right. It's too easy. I, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you said Colin Ray, Little Red Rodeo. Um, the I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna name a song and I don't know if you've heard this or not. Jerry Jeff Walker up against the wall, redneck mother. Um, I I you know, maybe I've heard it before and didn't know the title or the artist. Yeah. But uh with what I've heard, I'm gonna say I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, after this, uh the listeners as well as uh you uh they can go and, and Google it up or whatnot. And it's uh it's a song, it's a Kind of an independent Jerry Jeff Walker's kind of an independent Texas Oklahoma country musician, um, and it's uh, it's about Oklahoma. Right so on. I, I felt like it was a pretty uh, pretty on point there, right? I think so. Is this yeah. is that like a, are they like Red Dirt Country? Th- this is older than that. So this is ah okay. Uh, you know, and I don't know, man. I can't. I I have no idea when it was released. I'm gonna have to look it up during our break. I guess it's it's been a while. Okay. So, but uh, definitely not a song by Eddie Rabbit, though, right? <laughs> it, it could. <laughs> oh man, I feel I yeah. feel like uh, Eddie Rabbit's going to be a common theme among our season oh. three. Oh, uh, it is after after you know the 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 kickoff episode. My goodness, we're going to have to drop that nugget in every so often. Yeah, just got to do it at this goodness. point. Uh, well. Uh, so I, I want to say it's, it's in the seventies at some point, but you know, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to look it up. We'll have to come back to it. Is that okay? All right. No, that is okay. So, but we've wrapped up our first beer, Mike. Uh, it's that time of the, the, the podcast. We have to take a sponsor break. So hang out with us for a few seconds and we will be right back. Hey, this is big Ray. And I am proud to announce another one of our season three sponsors, Dronicle LLC based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. 
Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's time to dive into our last two beers from the Muskogee Brewing Company. Mike, are you ready to dive into this Arrival Wheat Beer? I believe that I can be ready right now. Okay, so I, I want to crack my can first this time. Sure. All right, here we go. I think hmm. that was pretty solid, Mike. It was solid. Let's see if I can... Uh, you ready? Yeah. H- how ready are you? So ready. All right. One and a two and a one, two, three. Oh snap, dude! That was that was sexy. <laughs> oh uh, man, I've already got I've already got my song picked out for this beer. Yeah, honestly, you know what? I I, I do too. I, I do, and I, we'll get to, to my reasons why later. But okay. I hope we didn't pick the same song. Okay. <laughs> oh man. All right. I, I haven't tasted this beer yet. Can I taste it? No. Yeah, go for it, man. I just took I just took a first drink, you know, like, you know, like oh okay. It's uh it's you know it's not it's not bad. This one's got a lot of carbonation in it too. Dang dude. It's, yeah, I'm feeling the carbonation in this one. Um, this drinks, a, for me, just right up top, uh, I'm not going to call out any names, but it drinks to me like one of the, the big name brewers you see with Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> um, this feels like a, a, a Pilsner to me. Yeah. Um, am, am I out of line in saying that? Are you, are you getting that at all? Uh, I mean, I, the carbonation is heavy enough that I'm having trouble with the flavor. So yeah, I definitely feel the the carbonation in this one, dude. It's it's a bit much, especially in in my opinion for a wheat beer. Yeah, man. Mm. You know, um, hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm having a hard. I'm not picking any flavors out in this yet. So, so I'm I'm struggling there. So the beer that I think I would compare this to as far as, um, so I, have you ever had the, um, oh, who does the little something, something? Oh, or do you know, I've seen the can Lagunitas Lagunitas. Thank you for saying that. So, uh, Goodness, this one this one's got some carbonation to it. Um you know, you know, the what, what I was gonna say is is when I first drank it, that's what I thought of. Whew. I got I just had to mute my one. mic so I could burp. Yeah. I just <laughs> ripped a huge one, bro. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's uh 
you, you know, <sighs> it makes it hard to review when you can't taste it. I'm going to be honest. If nothing else, we are incredibly honest on here. We don't bash anybody. We just give honest opinions. Yeah. Um, like I honestly think this is one I'm not. I'm just not going to finish it. Uh, so, it's it's too much, and I don't feel like letting it sit here for 20 minutes to drink it. I I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, what what I'll say is um, it's it's got a little bit. So so I compare. You know, I would say it's it's like the Lagunitas, a little something something or. Um, Another beer that comes to my comes to my mind is Gumball Head uh, by Three Floyds. Okay, um, you know it's it's definitely got some flavors in there that are kind of rolling around. the the big The big miss here is the carbonation is just because it's spiked so high that it's kind of taken away. It's almost got like a um, champagne style carbonation to it. Yeah, yes, you know that is and, a fantastic way to say it. You know, and and and, and I just think that it's taken away from it a little bit. Um, the, but you know, once, so I, I took a drink and I just let it sit and I let the carbonation kind of fizzle out, so to speak. And, and it's got a, it's got the normal, what, what I consider some of the normal tasting notes with it, you know, like, um, you can taste a little bit of the hoppiness. Uh, you know, it's got a little bit of that spice, uh, to it with, with like, you know, like a wit beer kind of, uh, coming up style coming a little bit. Um, right. But, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely for those entry level drinkers, you know, it's, it's got the, the high, uh, carbonation and it's got the easy, the mild flavors, uh, you know, overall, I think it's, I think it's okay. Um, this is not something that I would, you know, it's, again, it's not something I'm going to say, you know, let's get back to this one. This one's got to, you got to get back to it. So, I mean, that's, that makes it tough and, you know, cause I don't want to. I don't want to be too mean because I think every every beer's got a, a a buddy and everybody's got a beer, right? So no, no, absolutely, I agree. Um, I do, but I, but you know, you know, typical, you know, Hefeweizens to me, I, I like them a certain way, a certain style, um, and when they get away from that, it's not that they're bad beers; they're just not for me. So you, know, you think about like that Gumball Head is it, it's it's a fine beer. Uh, it's just not. Uh, it, you know, a lot of people say it's great, uh, Gumball Head by Three Floyds uh, out of right. Indiana, and uh, you know, to, it just wasn't there for me. You know, it's it's not, it's it's not what I would look for, right? And so I would say this about this sure. beer as well. This is not something I look for in a wheat beer. Um, what's the wheat beer by Goose Island? Oh heck, that's the one I would really compare this to. Oh, that's shoot. A, in a. Don't catch me lying. I, I'm sure I've had it, but I, I can't recall. You know, uh, in, in Goose Island, everybody knows them for their, um, their right, Bourbon I, County Stout and whatnot. But right, um, like I love Goose Island for their IPAs. Yeah, uh, that's but yeah, you know, I'm an IPA guy. That's that's just me. Um, but I don't. You know, maybe I haven't had their Hefeweizen. Now, now that I think about it, next time I see that at the store, I might pick them up just to say I've I've had it. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> I know it's not four twenty, but I'm going to say it's four twenty. It's, it's not. Um, okay. So anyway, I haven't had that beer in a while either. But that's the one I'd really say it reminds me of is it's got some of those same flavors and it's got a little bit higher carbonation. And it's for that certain type of person. So I mean, you know, it, it's okay. Um, you know, something you know, 
to kind of steer away from the beer a little bit as I was sitting here thinking about this is, um, you know, we forgot to talk about the brewery itself, you know, cause it's got a little bit of cool history and I know you're wanting to talk about because you've got a background in, uh, firefighting fire stuff. And, uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about like, uh, the building itself and all that. Yes. No, that, I think that's a great thing to do. Uh, so the brewery is built in an old building, um, in the late 1800s, uh, Muskogee was the first place to have a firehouse made out of bricks. And I think that's pretty cool. It was Muskogee Firehouse number one. And the brewery repurposed it uh, and kept it in downtown Muskogee. So I love it when when uh, any business comes in and revitalizes old infrastructure. Uh, and breweries are, are awesome for doing that. So I think it's fantastic that they kept... You know, firehouse number one, again, the first brick firehouse in Oklahoma, and they've made a restaurant and a brewery out of it. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And it is special to me. I, I spent five years as a volunteer firefighter uh, in Mays County. Uh, I mean, I, this was, gosh, almost 20 years ago. I just jumped in when I was 18 and uh, into my career with that when I was 23. Yeah. Uh, so just five years in my, in my in my youth, if you will. I was an adult, but at that point, I look back, it's like, you know, I was pretty much still a kid. 18 to 23, love y'all, but your kids, especially now that I'm in my 40s, um, just is what it is. Uh, so, but yeah, that that's a spot that's near and dear to my heart. And I love the fact uh, that they're there and they, and they revitalize that. I think it's fantastic. So I can't give enough kudos to them for that. The, you know, um, so, so overall, uh, I, I would say this beer is, is pretty straightforward. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a six out of 10. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that I think it needs some work, uh, to get a little higher than that. Uh, what about you? Um, I just took another drink out of this trying, like it's been sitting open for a few minutes and, uh, this one for me, it's like, no offense to anybody, but this is a, a miss. So I'm going to give it a six as well. And, uh, just to, I, I want to keep this on the craft beer bucket list. Um, you know what the, especially new breweries, and we've talked about this before, um, they may go back and rework the recipe and improve this, right? So it's not disgusting. It's not like a, a, a skunky beer. Cause we've had some beers. I've had a few, I took one sip and I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. And just, mm, I hate that I paid for this cause I'm not going to finish it. I just completely wasted it. Uh, this for me, isn't, isn't a wasted beer. Um, it's one I'd be willing to try again in the future. You know, we know they're new and that's fine. Um, maybe if they hear this, they'll be like, oh, these guys are jerks, but maybe it'll, it'll give them some, some direction, you know, for improvement. And I'm all for that, but a uh, six out of 10 for me. And you know, the can art here, I think, I think it's, it's cute for what it is, uh, across all the, the, the beers I've seen them can, there's a certain level of consistency and I can appreciate that. Uh, there's a character <laughs> here. I'm not sure if this is a, a caricature of one of the owners. Um, or founders, but anyway, it's a dude with some massive eyes and he's got a hop for a beard and a mustache. And on this can, he's got a gargantuan, uh, stalk of wheat here sticking out of his mouth, completely unrealistic, but maybe he's proud that one of his wheats got that big and he's got this, uh, this red tractor that he's just riding around with his coveralls on. So that's very Oklahoma. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen about 15 <laughs> guys look almost like this. Um, probably in Tulsa driving their tractor because they got a DUI. They're leaving their suburban at home and uh, 
maybe it's their lawnmower they're on and not a tractor, but hey, it's whatever. It's Oklahoma. A lot of people call their lawnmowers tractors. Uh, so it is what it is. So I like the can art. And even the last can, they had the same individual, you know, on a on a wanted poster for the KD Pale Ale. So, and there's a train in the background. Uh, so this guy is uh, all about mass transportation. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Golly. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and he has a tractor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too much. This is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I had to bring some humor to this, Mike. We did we, we didn't dog this beer, but we we both gave it a low rating. And so I wanted to bring some humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so. you know, I, I want to come back to the can art when we go to the third beer. Cause you said something that is absolutely true is there's some, there's consistency across the, the artwork of the beers. So I want to come back to it. Sure. Um, so, uh, while we're, well, before we go on our third beer, um, I want, I want to ask you how many, so in 1996 Muskogee, uh, or 1996 Muskogee became the home of the Oklahoma music hall of fame. Have you ever been there? You know, I have not visited. The so museum. I mean, uh, and, and it's it's kind of tucked away. It's a it's a little hidden gem, but it's and it's kind of tucked away. But I mean, let me read off some of the names of people that are from Oklahoma that are musicians that you know a lot of different people know. You ready? Yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Woody Guthrie, big one. Gene Autry. Uh, let's see. Um, Bob Wills, you know, uh, Hank Thompson, um, the late Joe Diffie. Uh, we were both fans of Joe Diffie. Yeah. Um, Keith Anderson. Um, Roger Miller. Remember Roger Miller? I do. Uh, Toby Keith, obviously a big one from Oklahoma. And I, and I read a thread about Toby Keith that we'll have to talk to talk about offline. Uh, Carrie Underwood. A lot of people know Carrie Underwood, right? Uh, yeah. Leon Russell. Um, you know, think about stuff like it, Bob Childers is there, but like to get to the newer folks, the All American Rejects are from Oklahoma. Kings of Leon are from Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma, you know, has a pretty good reputation of some cranking out some good. You know, a lot of these kind of sway a little bit heavier to the the country western vibe, right? But no, um, sure. You know, Kings of Leon and uh, All American Rejects are pretty pretty solid examples of other music that comes out of Oklahoma. Yeah, dude, and you can't forget about Hanson. Hanson, yeah. So they're not in here. I wonder what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they just haven't been inducted yet. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, the and the the younger ones are getting these what they call a Rising Star Award. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know too okay. much about that. I was actually I was actually invited and uh, got to go to the 2005 induction where Carrie Underwood got the rising star award. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, got to go, uh, saw a lot of different mu- good music and all that. And it was, it was really cool. So there you go. Right. And there's plenty of other big name artists that weren't mentioned that, that are absolutely oh, sure. also from Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean the, the biggest, the biggest and best country music star of all time is from Oklahoma. Yes. I mean, can't, can't leave out old GB, right? No, yeah, Garth Brooks is from here. Yeah, and up uh, Blake Shelton, Reba McIntyre, Reba McIntyre, yeah. yeah, all all uh 
from Oklahoma. You know, Ray Nell. Um, yeah, that that's me. I am not a talented musician. Um, I, I play rhythm guitar, but I won't say I'm talented. I can bang out a few chords and and uh, horribly sing a song. But that, that's why I'm I'm on a podcast talking about beer and not on your local radio affiliate. So yeah. Um. So uh, you, you know the. I, you know, because I know a little bit about Muskogee, I kind of feel obligated to talk a little bit about it. Is they also have the USS Batfish there? Do you have you ever gone and seen that? I have. I've driven by it so many times, and it's something. It's a place I want to take my daughter to, especially oh, after the flood that we had two years ago. And the Batfish, this you know World War II submarine, was lifted off its little dock and yeah. moved, yeah. like it moved. Um, and so it's a bigger deal for, for me. And honestly, I'm a, I'm a huge guy, you know, this, and I feel like I wouldn't fit in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've honestly kind of avoided it because of a, a personal fear. Um, yeah. but it's, a, it's a, it's a cool historic thing and I really should just take the time to go look at it, especially, you know, let the kiddo look at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, you know, Cause uh, you're, you're much taller than I, and even, even some spots I had to kind of duck or, you know, do a little uh, ninja style stuff to get around everything. But oh sure, um, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool thing to go see, go, go do, you know, uh, take your kiddos and whatnot. It's on the outside of town. Uh, it's easy to get to, I, you know, it's like five or $10 to get in. Um, check yeah, it out. I think and, it's worth uh, it. Worth yeah, it to you get at. to go see a world war two uh, submarine. Right. Absolutely. Yes. So, and at the time, I don't know if it's still true at the time when it was in service, it had the most confirmed, uh, kills, so to speak, um, of any submarine, like 14 kills. I don't know. Something like that. Wow. That, so, uh, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was, a, it did good. It did real good. So anyway, so that's there, uh, you know, uh, you know, besides, you know, being, the, the namesake of Muskogee, Oklahoma for Merle Haggard, you know, it's there's Muskogee has a few things going on. So it uh, does. So, it, so we gotta, we gotta get back to the beer though, is we gotta pick up a yes. song for this. And I'm interested to hear what song you picked for the arrival wheat. Yeah. And so my, my pick is going to go largely to the can art. Yeah. Uh, it's a Kenny Chesney song called she thinks my tractor is sexy. <laughs> oh man. And, I knew you were going to say this. that. Yes, it. Uh, you know, I, I keep it real, and I, you know, I, I just I see that with this. I mean, we got this dude out here, and he's looking good, got his wheat in his teeth, and he has a sexy tractor. And there's going to be a woman somewhere that thinks he and his tractor are sexy, and they're probably blaring a Kenny Chesney song um, while they're doing their thing. <laughs> I can totally see that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So what's funny is, uh, you know. Um, I thought about that song too, but another song got stuck in my head because of the tractor as well. And it's a song by a group called the tractors and it's called baby likes to rocket. Oh, like a boogie woogie choo choo train. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love it, Mike. Right. Oh, so anyway, that's the one I thought I was like, oh. and, and, and I don't, are the track, where, where are the tractors from? I thought they were from Tulsa. Uh, you know, I would have to Google it because um, I don't remember. Man, another 90s classic, dude. Yeah. And now that is so stuck in my head. 
Oh my gosh, I forgot that song existed. Baby but. likes rocket like a boogie woogie choo choo train train. And see, it's t- it's connecting the train to the Katy Pell Oh my right. gosh, mind blowing. Yeah, I, I want to say I want to say one or more of their folks um, are from Tulsa, but I, that could be way off. Something I heard, you know. Anyway. I, I I think uh, since uh, we're kind of done with this beer, I think we should move on to the third and final beer from Muskogee Brewing Company. I, I think we should do that, Mike. But you know, I'm I've got my iPhone up here right now, and I totally googled uh, the tractors because I want to know where they're from. I do. Oh my, dude, you nailed it. Their origin is Oklahoma from 1988. Gosh, man. And, and the song uh, "Baby Likes a Rocket" came out in 1994. Okay, that's uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Wow. Baby likes a rocket like a boogie woogie choo choo train, train. I mean that that's a great song. Yeah. Oh, you know I didn't know this, but uh, the the leader of the band, uh, Steve Ripley, passed away in 2019. Uh, I did not know that either. Yeah. It wasn't so, COVID, was it? Uh, you know, I just read a, a a Wikipedia little headline there. I didn't click on the article I guess and read COVID it. COVID was 2020. I'm getting my years mixed 2020, up. 2020 though. Yeah. No, you're all good. But hey, let's uh, let's dive into this uh Highway 69 Amber here and uh see what this is all about. All right. You want me to do the the opening first or you want to do it? No, go ahead. All right. 1 2 3. Wow, that popped hard. Boom. Pro level. So and just to be safe, I'm tapping the top of this because we have a history of carbonation here. Um, maybe this will help. I don't know. Yeah. See if I can get this open. Ready, one, two, go. Man, as soon as I open this, dude, the head is just bubbling out of the hole. Did yours do that, Mike? Nope. Ooh. Holy moly, dude. This one's like well done with a carbon. Because I take I, I took a drink of it and I was like, oh, oh. Oh, oh. This one's well done. Okay. I think we've got the winner from this brewery. So yeah, the the head on this it settled it settled down quickly. So I was definitely glad to see that. And uh, this tastes like an American ale. Yeah. So I get flavors out of this one. So huge, huge step up, <laughs> huge. So thank you, Muskogee Brewing Company. Um, yeah, man, uh, this is uh, already way better than the Arrival Wheat Beer. Again, I'm not hating on you guys. Please don't, please don't hate us when we come in and visit and have a couple flights. Um, but yeah, huge, huge improvement. So let's, uh, let's drive on. All right. So, um, as far as like the smell, it's, it's got the, the, the nutty nuttiness to it. Like a, like a, like an acorn, um, you know, have you, have you ever been, I don't know, you know, out deer hunting or hiking or whatnot, and you step on acorns and pick them up and they've got kind of an earthy, musty smell to them. Oh yeah. I'm familiar with that. I like it. 
like it a lot. So it's got a kind of a an earthiness to it uh, with that acornness to it for me. And it's actually, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting it or if I'm just imagining it. I don't know, but almost getting a slight peach smell as well. I don't know. Maybe not. It went away. You know, um, I've let this sit in my mouth a couple of times and just tried to let it, you know, roll around the tongue a little bit. And I'm staring at the can here just because I'm honestly surprised at the complexity of this beer. Yeah. There are a lot of flavors going on in this. The can says a medium bodied amber ale featuring a warm, fruity aroma and a clean, crisp finish. It is clean and crisp. I'll give it that. Yeah. It's uh, you know, like the first beer that we had, the Katie Pale Ale. It, it, for me, it finishes slightly dry, uh, which is fine. Yeah. But there's just a, there's a lot going on in this can. Uh, I, I didn't pour this into a glass. I've drank, taken all three of these out of the can. It's a, it's an Oklahoma beer, Oklahoma brewery. Um, I just want to take it out of the can. It just feels right to me. Yeah. Um, but no, there's definitely some nuttiness. I'm not able to pick out an acorn specifically, but there's definitely some earthy nutty notes in this. It's also got some sweetness in there. Oh uh, yeah. Definitely, it's definitely that a little sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I want to say a little fruity, like a, a fr- some, somehow there's some some fruity. Any, any, any peaches? Any peaches? I, I'm there? not. I'm not picking out any God peaches. Bless, man, I need you to get some peaches. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if they put porter peaches in here? Oh, that. So another huge Oklahoma. So for our listeners not in Oklahoma, uh, the Porter Peach Festival is a huge thing every year. And Porter's a tiny little town, uh, not far from Muskogee, maybe 30 minutes away. With no just way, dude. It's like 10 to 15. closer than that? Oh, yeah. 30 closer? minutes, okay. you can be to Tulsa. No, yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, about 15 would be right. Uh, but in any case, they have a ridiculous amount of peaches that are grown there. Yeah. And uh, it's fantastic. They even, I think, three years ago, I went when they made the world's largest peach cobbler. That oh, was nice. quite a thing to see. That was just massive. I mean, obvious for a world record. So it's pretty cool to see that and to taste a, a piece of the, you know, world record peach cobbler, which was delicious, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you I, had you know I wouldn't be surprised. Have I had porter peaches? Is that yeah, what I mean, you're saying? No, no, no. You said something about cobbler. I didn't know if you got any of that cobbler. Oh, I did. Yeah. They were giving it away to anybody that was there. They had, it was just ridiculous amounts of it. Uh, so it was, it was pretty cool just to, yeah, just have like a little styrofoam bowl full, you know? Um, so it's like, Hey, I ate some of this. So it was a pretty cool afternoon. It's just always in July and it's super hot and humid and that part kind of sucks, but it's, uh, just all part of summer fun in Oklahoma, you know? Yeah. I feel you. So dude, I really like this beer. You know, it's, um, I'll be real honest that, you know, the first couple, not so much, this one I'm really digging. I think this is a winner. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I keep taking drinks of it thinking, oh yeah, this is good. You know, the, the and, and I don't know why I'm not going to speculate, but the, the two first two I had were way over carbonated. The arrival wheat was incredibly carbonated. This one's perfectly carbonated. It's well done. Um, you know, the, the flavors got the maltiness to it. They um, got that 
that nutty, I, I'm going to say acorns. I don't know. It's got an acorny, uh, nutty, malty finish to it. It's got a little bit, it's a little bit of sweet. Um, got the medium mouthfeel. It's, uh, you know, the very moderate carbonation right on point. Um, you know, uh, I, I think this is a really good beer. I'm going to give this an, uh, it, and only because it's, it's really good, but it, I, I'm not going to say it's anything that, to what's going to win an award. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. There you go. Yeah. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> More Colin Ray. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, we're just full of 90s country tonight, Mike. Well, it's, it's, uh, but it's when you got Muscogee beers and Oklahoma beers, you got to. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm so, a but country no, music uh, fan, though. You know that. I do know that. Yes. So. Anyway, um, what were you going to say? But, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, I would also echo your rating. I would give this an 8 out of 10. Honestly, I think this is a huge improvement over the Arrival Wheat Bear that we just had. And I like this even more than the, the Katie Pale Ale. Uh, this is just really good. Um, I don't know that this would be an award winner for the style. But this is definitely one I would come back to over and over again. Um, I like it. Awesome. So, um, you know what I would like more, and I'm going to call out another Muskogee business here, and I'm sure. not telling people what to do, but you and I like to meet up in Muskogee and eat at Runt's Barbecue. Yeah. Um, you know, this uh, is a beer I would love to have yeah. with their pulled pork sure. and, uh, their brisket. And I'm not trying to do a food pairing here, but I would love to, to see Runt's pick this stuff up and sell it. Cause I would buy it. Yeah. You know, and, and the times I've been there, I've never asked for a beer. I don't believe. So, uh, I don't know. So, yeah. So, uh, so I think it's really good overall. Yeah. Um, as we close this out, before we talk about song pairings, one last thing I want to talk about with Muskogee, Oklahoma is, um, it's home to the five civilized tribes museum. Um, and I don't know if you've been there or not, but that's, uh, and there's, a, there's, way too much information to us cover here, but the five civilized tribes, uh, uh, were that were the Cherokee, the Chickasaw, Choctaw Creek and Seminole. Um, and when they were, uh, removed and, uh, from their native areas and, uh, moved to Indian territory in Oklahoma, uh, Muskogee was a very important place for a little bit until, uh, they, you know, they each kind of did their own thing. Uh, so, uh, and Muskogee was an important trading post and all this other stuff. But anyway, my, my point here is, is there's a, a museum dedicated to the five civilized tribes in Muskogee, Oklahoma. It's wonderful. Uh, it's a lot of history and, you know, it's, it, it's a very, um, it can be a very emotional thing as well when you hear about some of the things that these people went through. Um, and oh, I, think no it's, I think it's a great thing for everybody to, to learn about and visit uh, as well. Uh, a lot of history, uh, a lot of things that uh, you you don't want to know about what we did, um, but important nonetheless. Okay, no, absolutely. So, right. so that's kind of the downer thing. You know, it's not a downer. It's it is a downer, but it's also a very important thing for everybody to understand. So, um, all right. So, w- what song are you going to pick with this? So we've recovered this Highway sixty nine Amber is doing a lot better for us. What song are you going to pair with it? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Junior Brown's Highway Patrol.
Did I just steal your song, Mike? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay, good. Because there was um, a dead silence here. Well, I was on you know, mute because uh, I had to cough. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> so I apologize. Fair enough. No, no, you just you know that's a, that's a high quality song. I'm a big Junior Brown fan. Uh, I, I love his music. Um, <laughs> so I'm going a completely different direction. So uh, I'm going to choose a song called "Bad Things." It's by a guy named Jace Everett. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's kind of like a southern rock, uh, rockabilly country kind of sound to it. Right. Um, anyway, it's called "Bad Things," and if um, so, people will know this song from True Blood. It's the opening music to True Blood. Ah, that's, that's okay. That song. Yep. So anyway, oh, very cool. <laughs> you know, while you went kind of uh, you know super. Uh, dad joke type music with Junior Brown, which is great. <laughs> I, I focus right. more on the the sixty nine as Highway sixty nine aspect of this beer. Uh, uh, it makes sense. Effort, bad things. It's just what I thought. And dude, I I remember uh, binge binge watching you know True Blood and that song. Just you know, it was a pretty killer song, and I like. I think it was a good choice for the intro music. Sure. So anyway, that's 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 what I'm gonna pick. So I like it. So I've dude, what did you rate the beer again? I'm sorry. So uh, we both gave this one an eight. That's what I thought. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yep. If, sure. I'm going through this. Yeah. So you know, overall, I wanted to come back to the can art, and so I want to do that. Is uh, I'm I'm going to say this is as easily as I can, or as nice as I can. I think the consistency across the beers is great, and I think they're. So the thing I don't like about this is I think it's kind of like. If if dad jokes were a design, this is kind of a dad joke design, right? <laughs> I'm laughing because, well, yeah, I'm looking at all three cans on my desk right now, and as a dad and a guy that delivers really crappy dad jokes, yes, yeah. So this yes. is definitely like I a, see it, know, d- dad joke design standard. So the thing I'll give it is it's consistent. Uh, I think it's colorful, um, you know, and but man, like. This is a design. I'll tell you, like this just reminds me of like Cletus T. Jet, right? Yeah, sure, that makes sense. Anyway, it just I, I for me, um, you know, if I were designing a, a, a can art from scratch for any brewery, this is not the way I would go. But they are consistent, and it's you know for what it is, it's well done. You know, it's it's kind of a caricature guy. Uh, you know, the, you know, whether it's the, the wanted poster on the Katie Pell the tractor for the wheat beer, um, or the, uh, old school truck for the highway 69 Amber, I think at least it's consistent. Um, the guy's got those big, big bug eyes, the hops, the hop cone for a beard and, you know, it's got good color schemes and, and all that. So, uh, at least there's consistency. It's just, um, you know, like I said, I, it's, <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. It's like a dad, you know, and we'll post this on our Instagram at some point. Uh, people will see what we're talking about, but um, it's, it's definitely unique in how, what it looks like. Sure. And you know, I got to just tag onto this. You, I can clearly see all of these things happening in Oklahoma. Oh, sure. So, and, 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 and I like that. So yeah. the art doesn't miss, it's not what I want to see on can art, but I can appreciate it. Like sure. I don't want, ever want to see ballet. But I can appreciate what they do. You're not, you're not going to go watch some ballet, huh? 
Uh, not not my thing. I've 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 tried. I couldn't get into it. You're um, not gonna take your daughter to go see the Nutcracker. If she, I, I would be a good dad, and I would take her to see it. It's okay. not what I want to do. Okay. Uh, well, well, how about this? Let me wrap up our beer ratings and then you can take us out and then, uh, I can go watch ballet by myself. Uh, you know, before we do that, Mike, there's oh, yeah. one other thing I, I wanted to briefly oh, sure. touch on. Yeah. So both of us in our adult lives worked in Muskogee. That's right. We did. Um, so you much more professionally than I, um, <laughs> I, now so. you, gotta, you gotta tell everybody what you did. Yeah, so I don't I don't mind saying this. Uh, before I got into the I, IT and telecom world, um, you know, I had a tiny you know apartment in Pryor, Oklahoma, and I was just scraping to get by. Um, but right before uh, it was your one of your uncles that, that got me hooked up with a, a job. Yeah. Um, but I drove a delivery truck for Sears in the Mall of Muskogee, and I moonlighted as a bouncer at the Wild Cowboy. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. you know, and I, I didn't work at either place for, but I think for a few months, so it's not like I had a, a whole long career there. Um, but the delivery truck thing was okay for what it was, but man, I tell you working the weekends at the, at the, you know, wild cowboy was so much fun, dude. Yeah. Um, okay. I enjoyed it. I mean, of course, um, you know, back then I was much thinner and I was single and the girls loved the bouncers. Um, <laughs> just a thing uh, of course and yeah. uh, so i had a lot of fun but i never had to, to get violent with anybody i never got physical yeah um and i never had to i think some of it was my size um but you know i i never had to to get rough with anybody i look back on that and it's like huh either the good That's lord cool. was looking out for me or i was just more intimidating than i realized back then maybe a combination <laughs> of both yeah, i was gonna say yes uh, yeah, and I, I, work, I worked at the rec center there uh, in downtown Muskogee. Oh my gosh, for about two years, right? Um, yeah, about that. So I graduated from under, from Oklahoma State undergrad, worked there for a couple of years, and then went off to get my master's degree in Illinois. So, and, and you know, man, yep. um, you know, my mom graduated high school from Muskogee. I was born in Muskogee. My my grandparents lived in Muskogee all my life up until just a couple of years ago. So, I mean, Muskogee has a lot, I've got a lot of roots there and a lot of memories there. Um, you know, the, the little park, uh, out from my grandma's old house, uh, on Honor Heights drive, um, going up to Honor yep. Heights park, uh, it, lots of good things. And, and the people I've worked with there, Muskogee parks and recreation, um, fantastic people, um, still keep in contact with several of them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fond memories. Uh, I really enjoyed the place and, uh, I know it's it's a good meeting point for you and I. Some point, you know, sometimes yeah. so it's always fun to go sure. back there and see it. And uh, you know, the last time we were there, we ate at Runts, and then I, I ran around the corner after we got done and uh, took a picture of the church that I had used to go to a long time ago. Uh, we're talking in the early '90s, and I sent it to a friend whose father used to be the pastor of that church, and we, we're still buddies on Facebook and chat here and there. Anyway. Oh, I sent it cool. to him and I was like, dude, this place hasn't changed since the nineties. Oh, wow. And it hasn't, it hasn't it's still the same thing. Yeah. So. I can believe that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's got some, uh, some, some memories there for me that are tough to related to some personal stuff, but, um, you know, there's some good people there and, and, uh, and every time I think about it, you know, I wish, I wish it well. Um, 
and it's proud. I'm, you know, I don't know if I would say I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee, but you know, I definitely claim Oklahoma is home. Sure. So anyway, that's my little rant too. So, <laughs> so let's, 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 let's review these beers real quick. Let's, uh, the Katie Pale L. Uh, you gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. That's a seven. Um, you, you were going to pair it with little red rodeo by Colin Ray. And I, I chose up against the wall, redneck mother by Jerry Jeff Walker, which came out in 1973, by the way, looked it up. Uh, then we moved on to a rival wheat, a wheat beer. Uh, I gave it a six. You give it a six. That's a six. Um, neither one of us were very happy with this one overall, you know, things happen. Um, you're going to pair this one with, she thinks my tractor sexy by Kenny Chesney, <laughs> which is a great song. It's yes, a it song. is. And then I was going to, I picked up on the tractors, baby likes a rocket. And then highway 69 Amber, which was the best beer of the group. Uh, we both gave it an eight, which means that's an eight. Uh, so, you know, quality beer. Uh, it's one I'll pick up again at some point and, uh, you know, support local. Uh, the, the, you chose junior Brown and it folks that don't know junior Brown, go check this guy out. He's a very talented, uh, individual. Um, you chose junior Brown highway patrol, which was featured on, uh, the opening to me, myself and Irene with Jim Carrey, by the way. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah. Huh? Yep, now that yep. you say that. Yep. And then I chose, uh, Jace effort, uh, bad things, which is the opening song to true blood. Um, so overall, man, what I'll say is I think a couple of these hit definitely on the craft beer bucket list. Uh, I think the arrival wheat is something that I'm going to come back to only because I wonder if they're going to tweak that, um, any, and try to make it, uh, come across a little bit better. So, uh, three up, three down, uh, I'll let you take it out, man. Yes, indeed. So thank you everybody so much for tuning into our latest episode of craft beer bucket list. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you guys. What we also appreciate is when you reach out to the breweries that we feature on this show, take a look at their websites. Uh, just poke around and see if they've got something you like. Find them also on social media. Give them some thumbs up, some likes, and some shares. Let's always do what we can to support local. And while you're on the interwebs, be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love the interaction that we get from all of our followers. And I tell you what, while I'm thinking about it, I'm pulling up Instagram right now. And I want to give out a couple of shout outs because there's some folks that really just, I feel like they go out of their way to to follow us and absolutely love that. So I'm going to call out right now. Beers with Lily. Thank you so much, Beers with Lily, for uh, following us on here. I certainly appreciate you. Uh, Beerfluenza, you have followed us and given us a lot of likes lately. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate you guys so much. And please uh, keep up with the tags, uh, tagging craft beer bucket list for all the beers that you have. I love seeing those. Those give us ideas for beers that we would like to try in the future and review on the podcast. And I'm going to shut up now. It's hey, way can, over. Can, can I add go. a couple from Twitter? Dude, yes, do it. Yeah. So, you know, on Twitter, and, and we're not as, I don't want to say we're not as active. There's not as many people in and around Twitter uh, on the beer scene like that. But uh, Ken Mattingly from Kentucky. Uh, who uh, is a brewery owner. Um, You can find him on Twitter. He's pretty active. Thank you so much, Ken, for always interacting with us and sharing our stuff. And then the Craft Brewers Association of Oklahoma, always killing on there. And then one last one, Joe Malone. uh, And Joe is up there in uh, Connecticut, uh, also uh, frequently interacting with us on the Twitterverse. So 
Um, dude, I, I like this part. You know, I think this is something we need to add in as far as uh, giving shout outs to people. No, absolutely, man. And, you know, there's a lot more folks that I could shout out here, but we have a lot of episodes yet in uh, season three. So as we go on, we're just going to keep giving shout outs because if it wasn't for you guys, you know, or we would not have a successful podcast. So it's all about the listeners and that support, especially online. So I absolutely love that. So that's it, right? That's it. So uh, the only thing I have to say is, you know, please, please, please never drink and drive. But always do what you can to drink local, and we will see you guys on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios! Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt, LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.